hello, hello, hello. What up, though? What up? What up, though? <laughs> jokes. Welcome back to another episode of Blazing Soul Podcast. Tonight, we are just going to have some fun, talk about relationships. Yeah, there's going to be some arguing and uh, uh, men, uh, men's point of view and women's point no, of view. See, I don't even want to phrase it like that. I'd rather phrase it as... What? Well, I mean, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, I, I usually don't get into conversations or arguments anymore on <laughs> because my wife yes, is like, no, my wife is like, you know what? Yes, it takes too does. much out. It takes too much out of you. You debating about science and religion and so everything. I, so I have tried to back off from that to a certain no, degree. No, Okay, you've but, done better, but you still. Well, I felt the need. First of all, no man needs um, defending. A man is a man unto himself, so no one needs defending. In that same premise, uh, I felt kind of the need to defend Chris Rock because mm. you know there's there's a multitude of, of uh, layers in that situation. But the the in fact is that my man walked up on stage and assaulted another black man during a time where this was our this was our triumph because we kind of have the Oscars to ourselves now for this particular Oscar. It was produced and, and and everything was done by a black man, which has mm -hmm. never been done before. There were a lot of awards <laughs> that were given out for career achievements mm -hmm. for some of the black males who we felt should have gotten cast, uh, Oscars before, but they didn't receive them until now. Oh. So there were a lot of things that were going on with this particular award show, um, but that incident happened and it kind of marred everything. And I heard a lot of people that were dissing Chris Rock. And I didn't understand it. In my opinion, now once again, this is me outside looking in. Your opinion. Yes, that right? was a very mild joke right. um, compared to the other jokes that I've heard comedians say. I mean, I, I think J. Dave Chappelle is probably top three um, comedians ever. And there's been some things that were cringeworthy um, from his skin, and everybody defended Dave like you know, freedom of speech, and he's just making a point, and he's not being um, evil in his intent. And I didn't see Chris Rock being evil in his uh, in uh, his intent. Uh, when you go to award shows, um, one of the um, I guess responsibilities of the host is to make fun of the audience. This is a time when we are celebrating millionaires. And, you know, so they they kind of have comedians kind of tone it down and, and, right. and kind of understand what this is. These, they're millionaires living their best lives. So he throws out jokes to kind of even the playing field, so to speak, um, from us watching. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't feel that that was uh, above, uh, above uh, you know, to an extent that deserved that. It problem. didn't deserve. Yeah. I mean... The joke was not was inappropriate, but I mean, like you said, people joke about things all the time, but it did not it did not equal to what he got from it. It didn't equal to getting punched on national television well, I, in front I would of everyone. Say, I would say that it would have been inappropriate if he knows that she she suffers from that disease. If he was just making fun of her attire or appearance, they do that all the time. Matter of fact. Early in the show, they made a joke about LeBron James's hairline. Now, what is the difference there? You know, the only difference, in my opinion, is that if he knew that she had a disease, then that 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 might make the joke, um, you know, insensitive. Um, but if he didn't know, number one, mm -hmm. then there's no difference in saying, you know, what they said about LeBron's um, hairline, <laughs> or they made a joke. On Will's, um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, uh, you know, making fun of Will, mm -hmm. um, that basically said, we need all the single men up here. And because Jada got you the way you are, you considered a single man. So come mm -hmm. on. And when she said that, Jada bust out laughing, pointed to her oh. like, yeah, girl. You know, so where was the where was the outrage right, right, right. Um, when Will was made fun of? 
I hear people say, well, you can make fun of Will, but you can't make fun of Jada. Mm. See, that, in my opinion, that diminishes Jada. Jada isn't just Will Smith's uh, wife. Mm -hmm. Jada is an accomplished mm -hmm. um, actress right. that we've known for years. So um, let's bring on another couple to let's let's yeah, have a reason. Here's one of the reasons why we have on this couple is that this gentleman is a producer and director <laughs> of movies. Yes. Um, he might not be in the same frame as your Will Smiths, but someone who dedicates their life to a particular industry, then they have credible viewpoints mm -hmm. and insights that other people might not take a look at. And because we are we're we're small time. We ain't worried about nobody canceling us. So we can say what we want and talk how we want um, without being scared of the repercussions that will come with that. So that's the reason why. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What's going hey, on? Hey superstars. Hey, there's a superstar right here. Not me. <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Yep, see that? And that's it right there. See, he was he was protecting and giving flowers to his wife. Aww. Same situation that uh, got Chris Rock popped in the mouth. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> no, thank thank you guys for coming on here. Um, and you know, we just and it's not just the Will Smith uh, Will Smith um, incident, but there should be. You know, this gives us an opportunity to have frank discussions about men and women. Um, I hear a lot of people say that, well, you're supposed to defend your wife. And I'm, believe me, I'm wholeheartedly for defending your wife. But then in another instance, I hear, well, if a person don't put his hands on their wife or call your wife out your name, your wife is intelligent enough and savvy enough that if she feels disrespected in a way, she can speak her mind up. It isn't for a man to um, champion all challenges that comes in a woman's life, it's you to be there when you feel or you see that it is out of control from a personal standpoint. If my if my wife get into an argument with a guy, I'm I'm sitting right there. If they're arguing back and forth, let your intellectual property go. If he get up, point his hands in her face, call her out mm -hmm. her name, anything of a personal note like that, then we will move furniture at that time. But I believe my wife is intelligent and savvy enough that she can cut a cat off quickly um, without me having to say a word. <laughs> you know, so there's two kind of thought processes behind the defending of your spouse. So first, let, let's let's ask you. First, let's introduce. I apologize. I apologize. Them. Yes, let's introduce them. Go ahead. Oscar nominee. Oscar nominee. That's what's up. That's what's up. Wait. Oh. Um, Friend of Obama's, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did a movie with Obama. That's mm -hmm. uh, that's what's up. Right? That's that's high praise right there. I, he probably asked you for your advice on some political affairs yeah. and some <laughs> international things that's going on. So, kudos to you for that. Kudos Thank to you. you. And we so we welcome Michael Mitchell and his beautiful wife, Mrs. The, Mitchell. <laughs> the the uh, the the intelligence of the of the uh, union, his wife, we have to introduce as well, because yes, without Joanna. her, without her, he wouldn't produce a movie. Not a uh, right, a She's a right hand person. <laughs> right. She gets things sidekick. No, not sidekick. I'm right hand um, person. No, partner. partner, partner in crime. Partner in crime. Not sidekick. Partner in crime. Try my best. All the above. <laughs> All the above. So, what do you guys think? I mean, I know you guys. I mean, this thing has taken on a life of its own. Um, and it's it, it's almost gotten to a point where, and a friend of mine made this point that we've forgotten everything else that's going on in the world and how crazy the world yeah. is. And you know, we're talking about three millionaires getting awards last night instead of the other million different things that we need to be discussing right now. So that is true. Um, but in the same instance, I think this is a a teaching moment where we can learn about couples and what one uh, values and doesn't value and, and how they view things so that other people can get other people's take on it. And you guys have been together for how long? Too long. <laughs> Stop laughing, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
It's not what you said. It's, it's how, how you said it. You had such a straight face and was yeah. like, and she was quick. She didn't think about it. It was quick. Yeah, yeah. It was, and not a not a change in expression at all. I mean, it was it was right. It was right there. We joke all the time about this, so that's just we do too. We do. Thirty four years yeah. coming up. What? That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. Thirty four. Yeah, feels oh like seventy four. <laughs> Wow. wow. I can't yeah, even, so, I can't even imagine. So we have you can't imagine? I I mean I by then Ooh. I think she was I think she would have snuffed me out with a pillow. You can't imagine by the time by the time we get around about 22, 23 years, I think she just put that pillow over my head and be like, you know what? So we have the perfect couple on here. Yes, without like, a doubt. What I mean, makes I sleep with one eye open. I don't know what you're I, hey, I hear you, bro. I just said that minute. Hey, listen, I have I have I have awakened. In the middle of the night, <laughs> and my wife has been on the edge of the bed this. looking at me, and I, I jump up in a defensive stance. I'm like, what, yeah. are you doing? what is going on? What, what are you doing? Like, on a couple of occasions, on a couple of occasions, I woke up in the middle of the night. She coming in the bedroom oh with a hot bowl of pho, <laughs> and I catch her. She said, oh, no, I was just going to eat something, honey. She got to pour it on me, man. A hot bowl of pho. <laughs> you <can> laugh. <laughs> Keep keep your wits about you, okay? Because yes, I have wake I woke up and she has been looking me dead in my face, contemplating whether or not she could do this horrific act that she's about to do to me. Um, you know what I'm saying? So yes, I have been there. Oh I God. sympathize fully in every way. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. what do you think? What is it that um, if you could share with well, the audience, what is it? That makes the marriage last 34 years. Ooh. Well, I mean, I could I couldn't pinpoint one thing. Uh, I I would think this first, if I would say, and that's not first, but I'll say this first. Mm-hmm. We were friends first. Mm. Before we, I mean, because we were together nine years before we got married. Oh wow! And when she was eighteen wow. when I met her, so she was in school. Eighteen. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was twenty six. So she was in school. She hadn't finished living out her teen years yet. <laughs> we, we dated for a while. We did what you know, what, what teenagers do. Um, we had fun. We uh, were friends. Um. We didn't want to rush into marriage without being financially in a good position mm-hmm. because, you know, finances causes a lot of stress. Yes. You know, even we've been together for, for uh, so long now. Uh, when we have to borrow money from the savings or have to mm-hmm. cut back, you know, it, you know, it puts a toll. But mm-hmm. uh, we were friends. Uh, we are alike in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't rush into our marriage. Um, uh, oh, it's, I mean, it's a bunch of stuff. We like a lot of the same things. Mm. And one of the most underrated things about a marriage, our mm-hmm. families, mine and hers, mm-hmm. adopted us as their children, sister-in-law, mm-hmm. brother-in-law, cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because her mom was calling... We was dating for three years. Her mother called me her son. Three years. <laughs> three years dating. You know, we hadn't even thought about, you know, marriage yet. But sure, sure. Our families made a uh, impact on our. Uh, mm. What's the word I'm looking for? The union. Well, the union too, but the longevity. Yes. Mm. So, and you know, not that everything has been smooth there, but it's. Uh, mm. I'm part of her family now, and she's part of mine. So it's it's you just you don't just you build on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, and those are the superficial things. Right. Sure. But the uh, the beef of it is that I mean, I, I do love her. She's mm-hmm. I love her. Mm-hmm. Now she may increase my life insurance and then tell me to go <laughs> hunting, go hunting without a without a gun or something like that. And put on a, some rabbit ears or some deer horn. Yeah. She tells me to do that all the time. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do love her. I mean, you know, I mean, she is, I love her. That is that is definitely the most important thing. That the the love the the mm-hmm. the love gets you through um, the down times or the bad. But you can't times. see thirty four years. Well, it's not. No, I mean, don't harp on the the, the verbiage I just used. Um, what <laughs> I've been together how long, babe? Married. We've been married fourteen years. Are you um, sure? Yes, it'll be fifteen coming up. Oh no, it'll be four. Yeah. Anyway, um, but and then we dated before that, off and on, roughly three years, and then we were we were living together for a year. So we went through those progressions yeah. in a relationship. You have to, um, you know, to kind of get to where we currently are. So yes, I mean, of course. How how is it for you to go from a single bachelor to a family of five in just a couple of years? Well, see, and that's I what, came with my girls, and so well, first let me let me first state that um, they're your girls, not yes, okay. it's not your girls; those are my daughters. Oh, I'm talking to um, them. But um, yeah, I was a bachelor in every sense of the word: bachelor pad, uh, mm-hmm. you know, going out with the fellas, taking trips with the fellas, that type of scenario. <laughs> um, but that that progression also was a progression mm-hmm. with the kids, so. Um, initially I dated you, I met the children, um, we developed a relationship, then we moved in together, our relationship changed because it became more of a parental figure, and then when we finally got married, his dad, now even though they do have a biological father, it became dad after that, so that mm-hmm. dynamic changed again, so uh, just like we had progressions in our in our relationship, there was a progression in the relationship with the girls, until we are where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just as any change, um, it's something that you understand, you develop. Um, you know, there are good things you do, bad things you do, and, and you learn from those and you continue to move on. Um, so I think that's what's just about anybody or any situation is that <clears throat> you develop based on the information that you have, based on the experience that you guys experience together, and then you continue moving forward. Yeah. Definitely. And you two look like you you jailed over the years. I mean, I I didn't know you when look you were single, <laughs> but you do look like one. So do you. I mean, I mean, look, I mean, you got this uh, podcast together. You you got kids together, so I mean, you just. Yeah, I mean, don't. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There is no person outside of my kids that I've ever loved as much as I love porn. So um, from that standpoint, um, you know, is it's it's natural to uh, be the friend of your spouse and, and, and work through things and, and experience what life brings you together. That only makes you stronger. So um, yeah, without a doubt, I love my wife. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't like her. Sometimes she doesn't like me. Sometimes we don't like each other. Right, but we love each other. So yes. we go through that and we build through that. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I think that's in every couple, you know, you because you both come from different set of family, beliefs, cultural things. And so certain things that, you know, you're used to. Now you have two people coming as one with different set of upbringings and beliefs. So there's going to be challenges. And then the fact of being female and male, there's going to be challenges with that as well, I believe. And being a brother. Yeah. And being a brother. <laughs> and being a loud girl. Some aspects of being a black man in America that is intuitive. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, all, all relationships have challenges. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so interesting that when this subject broached um there was that i thought that there were a fine line of people who were married who had their viewpoint and people who were single or just had a a boyfriend and girlfriend that had a thought process behind this uh situation that happened so first before we dig in what do you get what's your general thought process on what happened between those two with Chris and, and Will? Yes, yes. Well, first, let me say uh, a satirical uh, comment 
another comedian said, Chris should have laid down and started foaming at the mouth. <laughs> if a millionaire hits you, <laughs> fake it. He should have no he should have went into convulsions. Yeah, no doubt. No he, doubt. You know, that was, that's another comedian talking too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I hear him. I hear it. Just fall but out. I'll tell you this. I, I said this before I read any posts, before I just as my wife told me about because I didn't see it live. She told me about Oh it. yeah. I knew right away it was going to divide people. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a wheel camp and a Chris camp. Yeah. I, I knew they were gonna argue. I don't care. I knew he shouldn't have said that or he shouldn't have did that. One yeah. two. But yeah. uh, you know, few people noticed. Well, a lot of people noticed, but you gotta understand this when you see it, we thought the joke was funny. Yes. At first, right? Yes. He was laughing, laughing. Yes. He was right along with it. Yep. Yeah. And Jada must have said, You gonna let him talk about me like that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in Jada's defense, she looks good. Ball. She looks very straight. good. So to me, I, I wouldn't even I would look just, at it yeah, as a cop, just, as an insult. I mean, exactly. Yeah, that was my point. Know that. I, gonna do that she already. looked good. Yeah. Good. Now, Jada always I, I, good. I, how do you pronounce it? Appalachia? How you pronounce Apple, it? Yeah, yeah Appalachia. You, you know one of the cast Alopecia. Alopecia. Yes. One of the cast members of the Law Redemption has alopecia, mm -hmm. which is Mackenzie. Yeah. yeah. Mackenzie has long hair. And then when she posted that she has alopecia, she, look, mm -hmm. she looks beautiful. Right. Yeah. With short right. hair. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking, and I told her, I said, you, you have a model face. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I don't think Chris was trying to insult her look. He was just saying, right. you look like you could be. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't so I, I, that's my thing. Yeah, very, now, very that's true. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Will obviously, I I don't see where he found the need to go up there and live and do that. I, right. I don't I don't see where he found the need you to need do to that. Be a professional when you're there. You know you're gonna get one to Oscar. Yeah. I, I don't you see know, I don't right. see the need to do that there. Yeah. And then just as bad as the slap was the yelling. Yes. You know, really? I mean, I, yeah, that's even that, worse. That's even worse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if Chris crossed the line or not. He just said you could be the next GI Jane. Right. Yeah, that was it. I don't that's think he's so harsh about that. Yeah. I, I don't see this. She's pretty. That's it. Yes. Demi Moore looked good as GI Jane. Demi Moore looked good as GI Jane. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she looked could look good. So I didn't. And then and she must have said, "Okay, well, I, I don't like that." Yeah. No, her look. She didn't. She looked like, "Oh God!" She rolled right. her eyes. Right. And then, and then Will was laughing. Right. Mm -hmm. so I don't. I don't understand how he found the need. He should have just said, "Okay, baby, I'll take care of him later." Because if yeah, right. exactly if Will had came up on the stage and hit me like that, he would have right. been waking up today. Man, hey, he would have been waking up today. Brother, brother, <laughs> listen to me. And then you're going to turn your back after you yeah, say no, you saw oh, don't peep. turn your back, bro. You peep to no, see if she's coming. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you better be looking over your shirt. I'm hopping on wheels back. We falling into the front row. They he would have been just camera. waking up. When was it? Oscars Man. Sunday? <clears throat> the Oscars was Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, today's Wednesday. He would just be waking up right about now. <laughs> and and no, I'm, I'm just like kidding. you. I didn't see it. I had took a nap. I had woke up at like one o'clock in the morning. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> up, I'm about to start doing some work, whatever. And my wife is like, man, Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Same here. I paid it no mind. I, me, I just said, okay, whatever. I, I walked, I was walking to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, baby, that's the Oscars. That's some, that's a joke. It's it's a stunt. They made it up. And everybody did too. Yeah. And then she, she was adamant. She was like, no, I think he hit him. And I'm like, babe, don't fall, don't fall for Hollywood tricks. That's why they do it. And then she said, I want to show you this. <laughs> and when she showed me, as soon as I seen it, I said, yeah. oh, that's real. Whether he intended to or not, he hit him. I, I seen the impact. He hit that man. And then when I seen the yelling, because that's I know cool. it's a live event yeah. and it's yeah. cussing, then I know this ain't, this ain't no joke. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, see, I was, I was a little, when I first saw it, I couldn't tell because, you know, like you said, in Hollywood, when you're mm -hmm. fighting, you're supposed to miss that person's by a quarter right. of an inch. Yeah. So I couldn't tell. But I wasn't sure until he got into back into his seat yeah. and started yelling, don't leave my wife name. Yeah. And all the memes came out. Yeah. All the jokes came. <laughs> oh, right. man. Have you seen what they had in her mouth? <laughs> That's no, but I, I heard I, I, the, uh, what's my man's name? August, whatever. August I just seen the memes on him. Like, look, this the cat you supposed to be smacking. Yeah. Now, not, not Chris Rock, you know, five, now, although, five eight, although, yeah, although, although they had a consensual thing. And and I haven't seen that. What I've seen is he said that on the I've seen the little clip of the red table talk, and he said they had separated. Now, to me, being separated is different than having a verbal agreement about having other sexual partners. Those are two separate things. Right. And I have yet to see Will say we had an open relationship. That has been inferred often. But in that Red Table talk, he said, I was mad, so I was done with you. You was done with me. So we had separated. We oh, had so we had physically. Separated. Yeah, so we had separated at that time. Mm. Okay, I understand that. And whether or not you're supposed to be with someone else while you're separated, that's another discussion to have, you know. But I don't. I've never seen Will Smith say they had an open relationship or allude to that. What I have heard him say is that we were separated at the time, which to me, you're still married. You yeah, know legally, yeah. there's a big Matt. difference. You know what I'm saying? My heart is still yours. Yours is still mine until we make it. You know, to okay. that end route. You know what I'm saying? So, to my thing is, and I, I put this on a Facebook post is that. I don't necessarily blame Will because to me, it's a person that's suffering from emotional damage. But who do I, who do my eyes gaze upon when I look at where a lot of that emotional damage has come from? It's come from his wife. I can say, I can say for a fact that if I was in that situation and I would have hopped up, before I even hopped up, my wife would have started rubbing on my leg. She, my wife knows when I get to that point okay. where I'm like, man, I'm about to go to jail. She'll start Probably rubbing don't. on my leg. She'll, she'll get, Pull she'll take back. my, she'll get my arm, I mean, my hand under the table and hold my arm and kind of rub my hand, you know, like, hey, it ain't that serious. When I got up, she would have got up. She would have tried. We've been in a situation where a cat has said something to me and I've hopped up and went for him and she's gotten my way and I've moved her out of the way to get to whatever I was trying to do. Um, but as your, as your, I call it my, your whiz, your wisdom, as your wisdom, that's the time that she steps in because she knows her man. She knows what's about to happen. And she is smart enough to defuse the situation when you're not thinking clearly. I never seen any of that from Jada. So that gives me pause. Number one is that in a sense, in, in that thought process, you didn't really care the consequences of what your husband is about to do because you were offended. Because you know this ain't going to end well. However, whatever he does when he goes up there, this is not going to end well. And as my whiz, my wife thinks light years ahead of me in, in certain situations. So as my wisdom, she almost protects me to a certain extent for me doing something that's going to end badly or be catastrophic. She has done that, you know, through, through, throughout me and her relationship. Several you know what I'm saying? Times. And right. she, it only gives you that extra time to be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. It ain't worth it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. I'm going to go to jail. And it, it ain't even worth it. So that's one thing that initially gave me pause. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is what you said, which to me, it, shows almost less than a man to a certain degree is that you found it funny. When you see your wife didn't find it funny, that changed your outlook on the situation. My father used to call that henpecked, which means that it ain't what you think, it's what, what your you? wife thinks yeah. that goes on. And to me, that's less than a man. If, if I think a, a certain way and my wife thinks a certain way and we disagree, 
by all means, she can voice her opinion to me and be like, hey, that you should have said something. And I apologize. I didn't know I was supposed to say something. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But <clears throat> to change how I think, because I can see that she didn't like it or was unappreciative of it, Impact. to me, that's that's a henpeck move right there. You know what I'm saying? And then when you put in the fact that she had another man in your bed in your marital house, on Red Table Talk, she blamed it on you and said you weren't attentive enough. <clears throat> so that's why she stepped outside um, to, to, to continue to flaunt Tupac in his face that Tupac was her true love and coming out with all these love letters that Tupac had written her. And it, it takes a toll emotionally on him. You know what I'm saying? As a man, your masculinity is being hit from all sides. So you are fragile. And now we're on national, international TV <clears throat> somebody say something about your wife, you turn and look at her and she looking at you like, see, this is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. He snapped. You he know what I'm saying? He, he, he snapped. Back. Yeah. So <laughs> my thing is, it you know, I don't I don't condone it. I don't blame him, but I think that there should be some punitive involved. Because if we was at Joe and Joe and Moe's comedy shack and that would have happened. They would have put Will in cuffs and took him to jail that night. So my thing is, it, I don't know. Some women say you're supposed to, you you're supposed to protect your wife at all costs, no matter what. What do you say to that? Me? Either of you? And she's looking at you. This <laughs> question. I will protect my wife at all costs. I have okay. protected her at all costs. Okay. But I know when she needs protection and when she don't. Right, right. That's the difference. Yeah, I, you know, if she got into an argument with somebody, I'm, um, you know, that's not. I don't, I don't have to protect her. Right. <clears throat> like you said, you get in my wife's face and point your finger. I mean, two things are going to happen. Right. Two we things, got a two things <laughs> going to happen. Hmm. Um, you want to lock up because they're going to be leaking. No doubt. I hear you. So, Believe me. I know when to protect her and when I, you know, and vice right. versa. Right. She gets on me about stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So that goes back to the relationship thing. Man, we know each other. Right. We know right. each other's strengths. We know each other's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. We know when we need to step in. We know when we need to put in a word of motivation. Right. We need to check ourselves. Uh, like right now, my wife can be mad at me. She can be mad as the Dickens. But if I massage her back and shoulder, <laughs> man, oh my god, man, the room, the room, the, the lights, and she's a comedian. No, the lights and everything starts flat. All I have to do is rub her back and shoulder. That's it's it. It's over with. That's it. I can do no wrong, man. Oh gosh. If <laughs> I massage her back and shoulder. The, the trick for my wife is keeping to the schedule. So me and her might get mad at each other, and we barely talk today. Tomorrow or that night, she'll say something like, I made some such and such downstairs. Did you eat? And I would say, no, nah, I'm not really hungry now. Well, you ain't ate all day, and she might fix me a plate. Or I have a presentation tomorrow. She said, hey, are you ready for your presentation did you download it to your what you call it? You better check your Zoom to make sure it works. Cause she will show the caring aspect of even though I'm mad at you, yeah, uh, we still in this together. Don't you know? What I'm saying don't trip. So, <clears throat> and then it kind of blows over after that because then we kind of go about our business and you know things of that nature. But do you do you think that a person or especially your wife? If it's dealing with another man, your husband should be the the your husband should take over that that interaction. Do you believe that? You asking me? You asking her for a spot? I'm asking her. So if you get into an argument with a guy, mm -hmm. should your husband automatically get involved just for the fact that you are arguing with a male? No. It depends. Okay. 
what what would be if, he, he's, if huh? he's getting really aggressive yeah but it's just like back and forth like you know not getting rowdy and stuff i i i could i could say stuff on my own mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I'll, I'll ask him to get involved but other than that i mean oh yeah if you ask me to get involved now see that i could have understood if will got involved if jada would have turned to him and be like hey What's going on? I can see that more. You know what I'm saying? Because she's she's telling me, hey, I need help. So therefore, okay, I got to jump to action. She tell yeah. me yeah. She if she's rolling her eyes, <laughs> you know, it's no big deal. She gave yeah, she gave you that cue. Right. If she yeah. gave me yeah. a cue, then right I'm stress. Oh yeah, it's on. It, you know, there's a, there's a total different scenario that comes aboard on that. Um, and in that note, I want to go back to the point of the separation so from you guys thought process because they were separated does that give her a pass or is it not as egregious for her being with somebody else um the way it happened don't give her a pass you know why because when they got married they made a legal vow yes to be faithful to them throughout <laughs> and to have no other before them right so you separate you stay celibate yeah. Or you get divorced. Now legally. Right. Right. And morally, it's it's uh it's tough. Mm -hmm. But I can't give her a pass. You either um you separate to clear your thoughts, you don't separate to, to test your waters. Right. So you either separate and if you see the uh future is gonna be divorced, then then you just you know, because you can't get divorced overnight. Right. So right. uh for that, I give her no pass, but I'm willing to bet, uh, Marcelo, Will Smith, if they, uh, they say he's a good-looking, handsome, millionaire man, mm -hmm. I doubt it very seriously. I doubt it that he has never stepped out himself. I doubt it. Mm -hmm. right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not accusing him. Right. I remember Scottie Pippen say, said he – his wife was messing around with Future. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Scotty, you on the World Champion Bulls on the hotels in different cities every other night by yourself. Come yeah. on, man. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, you can't accuse nobody, man. Right, right. And so, I, I, um, I believe that. I believe that, put it like this, Will was like sexiest man alive type cat, you know what I'm saying, for a few years. So I totally know that he could have had 90% of the women that he came in contact with. Um, and you know what? That's their business. If they're step, if they cool yeah. with that exchange, I don't have no that's your business. Yeah. My yeah. thing is when it becomes public, when it becomes open for public consumption on your half and not mine. Now, if a woman came out and was like, I was with Will, okay, y'all don't even footy. <laughs> But whatever my transgressions are, if I didn't put you in that, if I didn't disgrace you, if I didn't, you know, make that a public thing, then that's one thing. But when it come out and now I'm ridiculed and now I'm looked at as less than a man, now I got to answer these questions. That's that's much. Um, I can't think. Oh, uh, Lala and Carmelo Anthony. They basically said, well, Lala, she knew he was a top five NBA player. She knew he had his transgressions. She said, as long as you ain't bring nothing home, and when she mean nothing, she means nothing. I don't know nothing. Ain't nothing in the paper. Any of that? No TMZ I, stuff? Right. I'm, I'm overlooking. I ain't, we ain't going to mention it. It ain't even happened, in my opinion. But once he started having babies, now she got to answer questions. Now people looking at her like she less than a woman. Um, all of these other things come into play. Well, now I got to leave. You know what I'm saying? You messed up. You you didn't keep your laundry clean, so now I have to I I have to I have to do something to save face on my end, so to speak. And I I, I put that in the same instance that I put Will and Jada is that they might have been both doing their things, but the only thing that came to light is her indiscretions. If in that table talk she would have said, <clears throat> "Well, Will, you know about Lizzie in Florida. I mean, it ain't like you you was clean." 
then I'd have been like, hey, I hear y'all. Y'all work that out. But none of that has ever been mentioned. There's not a woman today. Now, whether or not he is paid or got a non-disclosure or however he did his <laughs> business, there is not a woman out there today that forth. said, I have slept with Will Smith while he was married. Yeah, I haven't heard it. So, I mean, that's my thing. It ain't it ain't what you, it ain't what happened is what can be proven. So, mm -hmm. but we know that she took a 20-year-old <clears throat> boy that was friends with her son and slept with him in our bed. You know, so that makes it even that makes it even worse. I didn't I didn't know about that that I didn't know about the love I didn't know none of that. Oh yeah. Oh she I don't follow well, I'm, I mean, I'm a hip hop fan. So when she came out and showed some poetry that was written to her by Tupac, it was like the anniversary of his death or something of that nature. And she has been in interviews that said me and Pac had a connection that I've never had before. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt that he had my back no matter what. Times is good. Times is bad. So when you hear this and you've been married to a woman for 10, 15, 20 years, and she says this man made her feel like she's never felt before. Yeah. yeah. I, even if it's true, yeah. I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear how my man was a soulmate and he understood me on a different level. And I'm right here. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't <clears throat> even if that's true, I don't want to hear that. That's yeah. emasculating to a certain degree. Right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So, you know, once again, I'm not going to be a, 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 I mean, I'm not going to diagnose him, but Will seemed to me like he, he just, I'm just at my wits end. I don't know what to do. He you know? That's an old song. Uh, yeah. My, my dad used to say that. I'm a little yeah. more, he handpacked, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> that's my viewpoint. But once again, I don't want to, you know, give light to, um, emotional distress. You know, if he is having emotional problems, seek help, not on the red table, but seek real help. But man, I, and, and I give my flowers to Chris Rock. I don't know any man who could have been that cool. Uh, he's professional. I don't know if you saw and my yes. post. I said he's my hero. He, he's professional. He stayed Chris say I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm they paying me. I'm gonna yeah. get my check. I ain't gonna mess it up. Right. I'm the host. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get this. Right. He's yeah. And that gives that gives him the 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 mm -hmm. uh, the the utmost. I, I mean, it's yeah. it's Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and <laughs> Chris Rock. Not Chris Rock now. <laughs> because that took a level of professionalism yeah, that exactly. I have never seen before. Me too. And yeah. he read that teleprompter. He he messed up a little bit, but he just he went right. To, he said, oh, "Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah really he didn't even come and collect. Just let it be." He said, yeah. "Smile." After Will was saying, "After Will was saying, keep my wife's name out your mouth." He said, "Okay." Yeah. And he moved right on, <clears throat> which was amazing that he could even, you know, usually they will cut to a commercial at that time or something to. to I'm surprised. I'm waiting for the. Yeah, yeah. Let it go. Yeah. That now another problem I had was. I wouldn't have said to take the Oscar away from him because that was voted on by an independent panel and that was their um, that was their determination. So he won the award whether he gets the little gold man or not. To let him speak and then him get a standing ovation. Yeah. If I was Chris Rock, I would have been like, what the hell? You know what I'm I saying? This man that. just met me. Yeah. I, he started crying. Yeah. <clears throat> and don't That's get me wrong. Bad. You know, have him win the war. Announce it. Best actor went to Will Smith. Y'all know why we ain't going to do the normal. Y'all seen what happened. Let's move on. But to have him come up there and get a standing ovation from the whole room. If I was Chris Rock, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If y'all just listen to him and just politely clap as he walked off. But everybody in the room stood up and gave him a standing ovation. That would have hurt my soul to see something like that because that alludes to me being the person in the room. Yeah, well, that's 
He he has a higher uh, status in yeah. Hollywood See, than that's Chris. The thing. That's why. And that's equivalent to a man assaulting a woman sexually mm-hmm. and, and then applauding. Well, exactly. They're saying, they're saying well, she plummeted <laughs> herself at him or she came yeah. at him and then applauded exactly. him. Yeah, I can. And which exactly. goes back, you know, back yeah. to Tupac. Yeah. My daughter yeah. came home with a Tupac t shirt on one time. Mm-hmm. And I say, Really? I say, Do you know what he did? She said, No. So I, I'm not going to go into this. That's a t- totally different. So I told her about it. And I think she took the shirt off, but you know. Yeah, it's any any violence. I mean, you know, as men, we are alpha men, so we have that aggression to us. But to be honest, any violence, first of all, rarely solves the situation. We all know that. There is a time for violence. Don't get me wrong. Um, just in a man's DNA, you can understand that at times, there is there's times that violence is the appropriate response. Um, but in this situation, I don't even think it's close. You know not, even, not, even, not even. Not even close. It's close. You know what I'm like saying? I, said, I, don't, I don't think he was insulting her her hair. Right. Right. He was saying, you look good enough to do what is G.I. Jane. Mm-hmm. Right. To me, that's a compliment. I would have laughed and just, you know, it's a comedian. You can right. get that. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know I used to do stand-up? Did you know that, myself? No. Yes, you I did. Didn't know. Yeah, I did. I did. Where? Like, in Chicago? Yeah. Wow. So you're thinking, what if that happened to you? <laughs> you remember Doug Banks? Oh, yeah, Doug Banks, yeah. They used to host a comedy contest oh, really? at, at, at uh, a club called AK here on the north side of Chicago, and I won once. Mm-hmm. I, I got in it twice. I won once, <clears throat> and they were talking about me on the radio. You know, stuff. Why you stop? It's the last stop coming, man. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I've done a little bit of this, man. I'm a writer. I, I mean, I've done a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Tried pro football, yeah. all that. But anyway, we're getting off the subject. But um, <laughs> that, like you said, that wasn't that wasn't close to being a Not situation either. where where violence is is uh, the needed. answer, right? Yeah. So, all right. Now, let me ask you this: as a man, <clears throat> if you were in that situation where you felt like your wife was demasculating you with these antics. What do you do? I mean, you know what I'm saying? If it was a guy, you'd punch him out. You can't punch out well, your you, wife. You let her know. You let her know. You know, you just let her know. But my wife, she would be <laughs> mad at me. She would never bring up an ex saying some stuff like, well, he did this. And so when Jada was doing that, she knew what she was doing, man. Exactly. Right. She wow. knew what she was doing. Well, he did this for me, you know, because Will is up here in, on a level, and she's here, yeah. and that's not Lolo. Yeah. Right, she, right. So she had to bring him down a little bit. She said, oh, Tupac was did out. And like you say, even if it was true, I mean, it probably wasn't even true. It's almost like uh-huh. she don't respect him. I bet you Will is a better exactly. person. She I, disrespected I bet you him, like, saying all those stuff. It's almost like she don't want him no more. Right, right. And she's giving him reason yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. Why don't you leave me? Right. Exactly. I say uh, exactly. I, yeah. You so, can't have your babe on TV talking about another guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know why she did that anyway, but. So to answer your question, uh, fortunately, I don't think I would have to. And if she did, I would just, okay, well, that's she knows that's not appropriate. Right. So, I mean, right. I would just tell her. why. I would just say, why you say that or why you do that? Yeah. Right. Get the and, conversation. You know, that's, that's a that's a line you know we don't cross. Right. So that that's grounds for not divorce, but it's it's just it just creates a bad vibe, man. Right, right. I agree. So, I agree totally. I, I would just so. I would just tell her, you know, I don't, I don't like what you said. I don't, I don't like you doing that. Mm. So now if you feel that there is a situation that your husband should have gotten involved in and he didn't. What do you, how do you address that? Because you don't want to demasculate it and be like, what was you scared of him? Are you a punk? You don't want to go that route, but then you don't want to be quiet and let it just pass either. So how do you, how do you communicate that you were 
unhappy with the choice he made if you were in a similar situation where you needed him to be there for you? I mean, I'll just, I'll just tell him. We'll just talk but, about it, you know? Right. The question is, how do you how do you broach that subject, though? Because once again, like I said, you don't want to be hurtful because a man, even though we think we big and strong, <laughs> we do at times are emotionally fragile about our masculinity. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if a guy said something to you and Michael was like, hey, man, you go your way, she go our way, we just leave it alone, come on. And you like, no, he, you know, put his hands in my face or he, you know, did something that you felt stepped over the boundary and he didn't address it the way you wanted to, you know, what's your initial reaction? Because you're mad because he didn't do what you wanted to do. Um, but like I said, you don't want to de demasculate your husband. That's the worst thing in the world. Uh, see, that's the problem is I don't like um, conflicts. Mm -hmm. Confrontation, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, she I really that. don't. Unless I really need to. You know, I have a good side and a bad side. Right. But when it comes to that, I just, I don't know, work it out, talk it out. and But next time, don't let it happen. That's all. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, guys, we are out of time. Um, yeah, I thought it was good to get your perspective because you in the film and yeah you've been on set you and know you're a past comedian <laughs> well you know a live feed is something totally different than a yeah, television show yeah you know you know the timing aspects and and you know like you said you thought the music was going to start immediately playing <laughs> and somebody was going to be motioning to somebody to you know oh yeah cut to be left, right right Go to so, camera, camera two right away right exactly. right right exactly. they didn't cut it off and that's the crazy part is that it was live, right? Right, but you can you can you can hit another camera, you can exactly. go to a commercial, you can just put the logo up there for a minute. Yeah. There's a there's a ton of things you because it's a it's a five or ten second delay. Delay. I was just about to say yeah. that. I was just about to say that. Mm -hmm. But I think well, that's why I thought it was like it was, a, a setup. Think, like they said, it all the, well, I think the producers wasn't quite sure at that point. Right. I don't Everybody think they were like, oh, they probably weren't sure if it's part of the show. They probably said, well, I just saw it. Did he hit him or no? Did you hit, what did you see? Which they were probably they weren't sure. Oh yeah. Wow. Like, do we keep shooting? Right. <laughs> yeah, because That's remember true. years ago at MTV one, one of these bands won an award and they start cursing and swearing. And so and if since it was a 10-second delay, they got a chance to that's when they first initially uh came up with that delay. Because oh. it's one rocker band was saying, thank everybody for the F and F and the and, and he was oh, it was live. So right. they said from here on out, they're gonna start having that delay. But I don't oh, think Lord. producers were sure it, I don't you know, you got two comedians, you, they weren't sure. Right. I was shocked too at first. I didn't know if it's true or not. Yeah, right. that was part of the the yeah. skit or the show. Right. And you know what? I never thought about that 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 viewpoint is that they didn't know either. Yeah, they, they happened know. so fast that no one really knew. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and they didn't have no room to put the, the commercial in there. They said, okay, well, sponsors didn't take this time. Let's get oh, this. Well, it's too late. <laughs> right. It's done oh, yeah, now. Man. We got to keep moving. Right. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. That makes sense. That does. Well, yeah. it definitely got a lot of people stirred up and talking, but. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody yeah. said, after Thursday, which is tomorrow, in no, no more Chris Rock. Enough, yeah. Want, yeah, we. It, it, no it, more. It, it's played out. It's it's it, run yeah. its course, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Next, what's next? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we forgot all about the war. Yeah. In right. uh, in Russia and, and Ukraine, we forgot all about it. Forgot all about that. Forgot COVID. about the new variant of the pandemic of the uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah, Is China it. still shut down? <clears throat> I know China was. They were. China was shut down. Yeah, I think they're still. Oh, Canada, wow. you can't go to Canada without, you know, shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't blame them. It shows how quickly the the masses can divert, can can change attention. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. almost like the dog and squirrel, where you know, what I'm saying, at any time we can collectively mm -hmm. move our attention to something else that we know 
is not as important as what yeah. we were just looking at. Right. Yep. Yeah, let's continue to pray for the families that were affected. The I millions know. of refugees. So we got yeah. through it, Laura. We got through it, definitely. But they ours definitely... not as worse as them, though. Oh my and God. We, we, we went through it on a on a different level too, brother. This is on a on a massive scale. Yes. Yeah, we all go through it. On a genocidal yeah. that it yeah. can't be touched by no yeah. nobody, nowhere, nothing. Yeah. Nobody, nowhere. And man, believe me. And still going through <laughs> it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, still going through it. Yeah. Like like they said in the movie, war is wrong everywhere. 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 Everywhere, and don't get me started on the 13.7 billion we just spent over there. Quick, we got people here just dying of health care and, and you know, all quick. Of those we did it quick, everybody. Quick. And you have to get that approved. Oh, yeah, now everybody has oh. approved, so everybody was okay. Sign off on it. Hey, when we seen the reporters that were over there saying, We can't believe this. These are people that look like us. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed people are dying. I felt that to my soul of what he was saying. If it happened in a, a place where the, the, there's people of color, that's one thing. You know, that happens all the time over there. Yeah. But this is us. This yeah. is Europe. You know what I'm saying? He said that, and he was he was saying that from someplace deep when he made the term blonde-haired, mm -hmm. blue-eyed. Because that's so specific in nature yeah. that it can't be mistaken what you're trying to say. Right. Yeah. Well, I heard another person um, said something like, now we're ref, because she's from Ukraine and she had went live and she said something about, it was her own ignorance and she admit to it, but she said something about um, have a new perspective now because in my eyes, in my own mind, my own bias, I thought that refugees only describe poor, uneducated people. And so now, yeah. and so now my friends and I are refugees and we're highly educated, wealthy people. And so, you know, so that gave her a different perspective that it could happen to anybody. You know, and you're not. Everybody comes here. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Thank Ooh, you guys well, thank for coming. Thank you for always, you know, yeah, coming very, on. Very good discussion. Joining like I said, discussion. we like you guys' backgrounds because you guys are integrated into um, the film industry. And um, comedian. And he did let us know you're a comedian. <laughs> I need to get a tape of yeah, do you have any? <laughs> this, 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 uh, this skit that I mean, the, the time you did. You know let saying? me uh, call TMZ, see if they still have it. <laughs> Please do. We would love it. Uh, well, those are long gone. Those are long gone. But anyway, uh, the VCRs. You have the VCRs. No. <laughs> oh my God, VCR. <laughs> oh my goodness. Awesome. All right, awesome guys, show. Thank you. thank you so much for the discussion. You're welcome. We'll See you guys. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. -bye. Okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. that was a good discussion. That was. I, I liked the different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. Um, first of all, I like that we can talk without arguing or taking ownership of a specific viewpoint. That's just, you know, it ain't dealing with us or our family. So we should be able to talk about it, laugh, joke. I laugh at your view, you laugh at my view. We keep it moving. Mm -hmm. You know, no name but Some calling. people get too personal with, diff like, you know, with their views. And that's my point on the, the situation in yeah. itself and uh, the masses is that. Don't we, get too we, personal. We all should be, you know. Well, we all have our own have triggers. Our own, own we, views. We all have our own triggers. Right. But as an adult, as a mature adult. You should be able to talk it out. You should be able to understand mm -hmm. that, okay, this is something that's triggered me because I'm getting overly emotional about something <clears throat> that doesn't affect me in the long run. There should be a, a mm -hmm. conversation that you have with yourself. Right. That even though somebody has said something that you deem as stupid or retarded mm -hmm. or offensive, that this person isn't able to, or your triggering isn't going to get taken out of proportion right. or lead you down a road where you shouldn't be. And that's the same thing that I'm saying with Will. This could be something that's triggered 
because just on the ride over here, she was talking about how you probably going to say something about me and you just be standing there taking it. We don't know what transpired. What we do know is that um, through that interaction, he not only was out of character, but he also assaulted another individual. And I always said, when people say no big deal, it's the family picnic. The family picnic, the family barbecue, the black people is, we handle all our business mm-hmm. ourselves. We don't, and, and that's another thing that I think that um, hurt my feelings on this is that regardless, everybody like, we don't care what nobody else think. We don't care about the, the Oscars and what they think. I care. And this is the reason why I care is because the slightest thing they will use against us. I mean, you know, when we see black men being killed, they say, oh, well, he didn't put his hands behind his back fast enough or he tried to run. <laughs> they will use the 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 dumbest and, and the most minute problem in that situation mm-hmm. to further their their thought process. So when they say black, you can't take black people nowhere and black people are savages and they don't know how to act. I don't want to hear that nonsense because outside of this. It was an amazing event, mm-hmm. but because of something, because of the stupidity of one, now that's tarnished. Now in the back of the minds of all these people, they're saying, oh, I told you, I told you what was going to happen. You know, <clears throat> for people who disagree with me on that, this is what I liken it to, two situations quickly. One is um, Harlem Nights, the movie Harlem Nights. That movie did something for me. Why did it do? Not because it was funny. Not because it had Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and all the great comedians. One of the first movies I've seen that was 90% black and we weren't selling dope or a slave or poor. We got to find out how to get some money. Everybody was dressed to the T. I mean, dressed to the T. Need more know, movies like that. Yeah, dancing, you know, yeah. not, not, not grinding up against each other. Mm-hmm. Dancing like you know, people dance, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Having fun, that mature yeah. uh, type of situation. Yeah. They ain't poor, they run in a successful juke joint and got too much money. Yeah. People come at them, they don't say, Okay, we're gonna shoot everybody and this is one of them shooting us. No, right, right, right. We're gonna we gonna get y'all a different way. You know what I'm saying? Just like Bill Kyle, uh Uptown Saturday night, you know, we're gonna be in suits the whole time, we're gonna be dressed to the nines. <clears throat> that touched upon me. Yeah. It wasn't that that movie was better, and the Oscars ain't the people at the Oscars ain't nothing. But to have a national audience see us in that light, right. that, yeah, look, that, look at true. us. It, it ain't all about uh, we was a slave or we swinging. Yeah. yeah, baby boy, we can do it just as good as you or better. Yeah, I like to see that. Right. The movie Black Panther. It wasn't the best. I'm a sci-fi guy. It wasn't the best Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but it touched me more than the other Marvel movies mm-hmm. because. It showed Africa without Africa being people in the dirt trying to kill tigers and, and you know, Bushmen. And, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? It didn't show. It showed a thriving city that no one knew right. about. One of the richest cities in the world mm-hmm. that we kept all that stuff to ourselves. It touched on things that black people don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. It showed the regalness of Africa as opposed to some of the things that we've seen from Africa that everybody in there in huts. Yeah. That inspired me. That would that that touched me. You know what I'm saying? Put tears in my eyes right. because of how we were represented in that movie. Right. The same thing with Harlem Nights. How we were represented in that movie mm-hmm. at this event. It's not about who's seen it. It's how we were represented at this event. You know what I'm saying? Because we do things just as extravagant, just as professional. Look at Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who would have kept their composure to that degree? When everybody in the world's watching, that is the strength of our people, and that's what I wanted to be displayed, as opposed to what we see. And that's my two cents. I hear you. The media's got to do better. Yeah. Representation. But uh, other than that, we just felt that we, you know, we didn't have a guest per se, entrepreneur per se, that we talked about because <clears throat> this, you know, like I said, I just felt that man, everybody coming down on Chris Rock, mm-hmm. I don't understand what's going on. So. Um, I wanted to get other people's view. I wanted to get other people's thought process. Um, if you guys want to comment, please comment on our Facebook or our other uh, mm-hmm. social outlets. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. All right.
Peace out. Same time, same place. Hey, Chris, watch your six. Peace. <laughs>